When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, it's Kristen Studdard. Hello, everybody. We are recording uh, in New York City. We wanted to take advantage of... Can you feel the difference right. in the air? Right. Our voices, they say it's in the water. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm, that, wa- I'm talking here. We're, we're talking here. We're walking here. We're drinking the water. We are not unlike a, a New York bagel taking or the pizza. subway. <laughs> uh, but we wanted to take advantage of our time here in New York. We went to the ceremony and there's a lot of interesting people here to talk to you know uh, the hall of fame is kind of a new york based institution and when we talk about things like the nominating committee that convenes every year in new york a lot of the people who play an important role uh in that committee still live here gather around the hoagie okay we'll, we'll get into that that's going to be confusing to our oh, guests i know <laughs> that's uh, gone so many different uh, permutations from the truth but anyway let's just bring in our guest i'm going to try to do my best uh, to in- introduce him uh record executive and our man i've heard him described as a music archaeologist Whoa. a grammy nominated producer of uh historical reissues and uh you know, uh, albums from legends like Johnny Cash and Elvis Presley. And uh, for if, if my information is not incorrect, a 25-year uh, member, former member of the nominating committee. Oh, my of gosh. The you would Hall. be qualified for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominating <laughs> committee. <laughs> Hall, Hall of, of Fame. fame. From, 25 from... years from your first nominating committee meeting. I mean, then... y- years. I mean, that is in, eligible for a few years. Yeah. Uh, wow. From That's my... Honestly, this is a big snub. <laughs> <laughs> from my info, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, 1990 to 2015, thereabouts, uh, Greg Geller. That sounds about right. Great. Any about no right. misinformation on that? Well, I, I've never counted the uh, exact number of years, oh, okay. but it's somewhere over 25. Certainly. Right. Yeah. Well, Sweet. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Uh, we got your information from our good friend Bob Merlis, who's Bob a, a is our pal. multiple uh, time guest on our show. Uh, and we really relish the opportunity to talk to people who have been a part of the sometimes shadowy nominating <laughs> committee. <laughs> You know, this uh, this thing that is behind closed doors and, you know, there's not a lot of information about it. Uh, so I guess I'd just like to start uh, with how you found yourself a part of this thing. Because it was early on. It was, you know, within the first maybe five years of the hall even being a thing. This is true. I, um, I was working at RCA Records in the mid-'80s. Mm. Um, uh, the first uh, induction, I believe, was 86. 86, yes. And uh, I was asked... <laughs> I, and I re- oh, I, also, I'll try to be I less robotic. I let you know that the, the premise of the podcast is that Joe is an expert on the Rock Hall. Like, he cares about it very deeply. He has many facts memorized. And I do not. Um, so I, 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 I've listened to... Uh, oh, okay, oh, okay, great. I've listened great. to the Merlis podcast. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yes, okay, good. <laughs> uh, I'll try to be less robotic in my response. Responses. No, no yes, 1986, that's correct. That was the first year of it all. Not a problem. Anyway, I was at RCA mm-hmm. and I uh, was very much involved in uh, producing uh, compilations and reissues by people like Elvis Presley and Sam Cooke. Uh, and the, the uh, fellow who uh, represented RCA on the committee that est- established the, the Hall of Fame fellow named Robin Arold, 
He was the head of communications mm-hmm. at Wait, RCA. Wait, did they gather all the? They gathered people from many different record yeah. companies to yeah. decide that they should start the Rock Hall. Yes, and to be a part of the nominating committee, and then from there to choose who's on the nominating committee. Well, it's unclear to me how people were chosen. All I can tell you is that in my case, I was asked to produce uh, at the time a cassette. Uh, Beautiful. This, this, you know, CDs were just being introduced mm-hmm. back in those days. I produced a cassette of music by the first batch of inductees um, to be given away to all the attendees at the induction dinner. In like the swag bag. It, there wasn't even a swag bag at the time. It was just a tape. There was a tape and a program. And when wow. you arrived at the dinner, you found them on your seat. Mm-hmm. So I did that. That first year. So you were I, involved uh, with the hall before officially being on the committee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I did that for several years. Uh, first mm-hmm. cassettes for the first three years. Yeah. Then mini disc. No, no. The fourth year we did <laughs> a, the fourth year we did a CD and a cassette. Oh, wow. And then beginning in the fifth year, only CDs. There you and go. I've just done my 34th in a row. And now it's just uploaded to the cloud. Yes. No, no, we still do a CD. <laughs> okay. you, you need something physical to put in the goodie bag. Okay. Right. So, and now it's upgraded. Now there's more swag that as far in the, as I in know, the bag. I, okay. I, I, you're just responsible for the just, the music. Yeah, just the music. Yeah. Well, that's so, great. So you're still, do, you're still doing that. I'm still doing that. Yeah. So somewhere along the line, if you say 1990, I mm-hmm. have no reason to doubt that, um, they asked me to participate on the nominating committee and I was there until a bunch of us were expelled a we few years ago. We, we call it the purge <laughs> 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 because, you know, we, we've become friendly with people like Roy Traken and Bob Merlis and, you the, know, the purgees. Yeah, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the purged. <laughs> the purge. Yes, indeed. Uh, great. So you had kind of been uh, a part of the institution from, uh, you know, your background of putting together compilations. Yeah. They trust I want to ask yeah. about this compilation too. So is it just like one song from every nominated uh, person or one song from every inductee, multiple songs from every yeah, inductee? Yeah, it tends to be multiple songs by the inductees. Um, depends on how many inductees there are, how long the songs are. Their songs are. are. Like, like is it f- the zombies or is it um, yes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. I try to fill up the CD, but, mm-hmm. I, but I have to use an equal number of songs by each artist. So. And they're all mixed up. It's not just like a chunk of Oh, no, they're, full, they're full songs. And, I, I just and mean like I, the, um, the running order. I, I choose the running you order. You choose the running mm-hmm. order. Yeah. But you, yeah, I try to make it work musically so that you can actually... Like a mixtape. Like a mixtape. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, some, some years that's easier than others. Yeah, well, I mean, I just think of like some years when you've got, you know, NWA was inducted with who? Chicago. Chicago. Exactly. Like, you know, how that's, do you... That's a challenge. Know, <laughs> uh-huh. Two, four, <laughs> but six you're, to But one you're up for it. Next to... Uh, know, I enjoy it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, just, just because we just were at the induction ceremony, oh, um, yeah. why not, uh, if you have anything to say about what was the kind of... Uh, Running order, how did it go when you made this year's? Yeah. Well, first of all, you know, they as of last year, they instituted a new category, which is the Hall of Fame the singles. singles. Yes. Oh, we have something that, by the way, I've been advocating for many years. Well, here, we have some thoughts about the Right. We, we like the category. We're not sure that we love the way it is nor, being handled. Nor do I. Yeah. But, but what I, is going on? I mean, <laughs> especially this year when you put an Isley Brothers song on there and they've, are, they've been inducted as has Bird Burns for a while. It's yeah, like, no, what's the it's, point? Um, you know, the Hall of Fame is nothing if not inconsistent. Yeah. You know, the, now I was no longer on the nominating committee when this category was instituted, mm-hmm. but it was explained to me that this would be for singles by artists who had not yet been inducted. Exactly, in the that Hall is what we thought it was. And too. as of last year, the first year, that was accurate yeah. and true. And, and then I think during the ceremony when, when they did "Twist and Shout," I said, "This Joe is, lost his mind is out loud, yeah. full well, voice." I mean, when I was told, you know, that that was one of the the uh, inductees in this category, I said, "But." Yeah, but, but, the, but I mean, but know, the rules. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but rules, honestly, rules in rock p- and roll are made to be broken. Yeah, and, uh, yeah you know, kind of what's what's the point then of this? It, it kind of just goes against the whole spirit. You would think of exactly, the category. exactly. However, in com- compiling, the oh CD, yeah, that makes it easy. You can pop some singles in as buffers. You well, know, yeah, except genres. you know, the singles uh, tend to be for the most 60s part. Rock. 50s and 50s, 60s, 60s music. So there's, music. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so 
mean, this year I was able to use the zombies as kind of the link. As a bridge. Yeah. yeah. From a single to you know, yeah, something you know, else. So Roxy or you the could Cure. go from Shangri-Las into uh, She's Not There, mm -hmm. into Time of the Season, and then into then you're more, off more to the races. Yeah. stuff. Did you well, start the, the CD with the singles? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is that I had you, to chronologically and yeah. I mean, I don't. Purposes. I don't always do it that way. Every year is different. Depends on what makes sense given mm -hmm. the music that you know that. And these chosen. compilations are they only available to people who that's, get that, them at the ceremony? That's correct. And I would assume they exclusive become. They could become collectors, collectors items. items you know, I would one imagine. would hope so. A limited. I, I don't know. I'm not really. Yeah. Know. Are there like liner notes and things in no, these? It's just... no. It's really you know because we really do it. At the last minute, mm -hmm. it gets. It's on a CDR with a sharpie <laughs> written on it. No, it's not. No, but you know, it right. it, it uh, you know requires going into the studio and mastering and then manufacturing and and we always get hung up because we try to make the um, the artwork for the CD and the program compatible. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. The program is always late. The artwork for the program is always late. Meanwhile, the CD requires longer lead time to yeah. manufacture. Yeah. So uh, the CD artwork So you guys always... get to say what the artwork is then. Then you guys lead with it. You're I, like, well... Well, I don't, I don't get to <laughs> oh. say it. That's, that's the problem. That's you see, I just, I'm at the mercy of uh, whoever is doing the artwork. And that gets chosen uh, by uh, the editor of the program and the powers that be. Is it ever just like totally wild, the artwork on the on the program no okay yeah i think i, I saw like it. some years it's far more creative than others okay. that's yeah. for sure i haven't seen this year's program i think i saw it i think it was just like there were just like circles and then people's faces inside the circles it didn't oh, look that right. wild i just was uh, i was hoping you know in the like early 90s there was like one that was all you know neon or <laughs> yeah. it was I mean, like you know, you know that years, it was like really fashion forward a few years ago uh the program uh, consisted of backstage passes for the individual artists that uh -huh. were inducted, which was kind of cool. I like I thought. That. It's a fun design choice. Yeah. Someday it's, it's all going to be on a thumb drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's different anyway. Well, I'll upload it to our brains. But, yeah. but for the years. CD, we're, we're frequently um, uh, reduced to just using the type face that is uh -huh. used in the program because the artwork for the program isn't yet finished. Right. Gotcha. What songs, what um, what Roxy music songs did you put on there? And is it your choice? Yeah. Fully? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, that's great. Yeah, I choose them for better or worse. This yeah. is it, the creative director. Yeah, that must, because I was curious. Now I could see the hall being like, put this and this on, but no. that's great. That must be fun then No, they for leave you. it to me so far. Now, once yeah. once we discuss this, some, if somebody listens, <laughs> they may say, oh my God. No 30, one listens. For 34 <laughs> years, he's gotten away with. Is that executive it. power <laughs> over the uh, the mix I mean, I try to I try to choose what I feel are the most significant songs, but occasionally, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'll slip into just a personal favorite. Like, what is the time that you did that? Well, even this year with the Cure. Mm -hmm. Oh, what'd you put? What Cure We're songs? Huge did, fans yeah, very big. Okay, well, I used Friday. I'm in love. Uh huh. Yeah. In addition to Love Song. Yes. Now, Love Song, I think, is kind of obvious because it was their biggest hit here mm -hmm. anyway mm -hmm. in America yeah. by far. And Friday I'm in love because I felt it should have been an even bigger hit, and it never was. Yeah, you know we so, we've talked about that song in the context of lot. that it came out in 1992, which we think is very impressive for an 80s band to survive after sure. grunge. You know, <laughs> and we yeah, I think that was when we picked. We tried to predict we what songs they would play. We tried to predict what songs they would play, and we, we said, said, "Boys, Boys don't, don't cry, cry for sure." Just like heaven, and then, was also felt like a yeah. And yeah. then we I, we thought Friday I'm Friday in love because that feels as, like seventies, eighties, nineties. It gives you kind you, of the did full you thing. put Boys Don't Cry? I didn't. I only oh. used love, just the two. Just I can only two. use two this year. Oh, so many and those dang singles. Yeah, Boys Don't Cry probably was the logical other song to use, but I exercised my discretion in using Friday I'm in love because. It's just great. Because I love it. Yeah. 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 It is. It, it's a yeah. really great. Roxy Music, I used uh, Love is the Drug and More Than This. And more Than This. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And therefore was really disappointed when they chose to just do snippets of them. Snippets the into this weird like, little medley. medley thing. Yeah. And then but they really started with In Every Dream Home a Heartache, which is such a... I respect the balls of that choice because yeah, yeah. it's a challenging yeah, one. Yeah, me too. But on the other <laughs> hand, you know... Give, yeah, give the people what they want. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, zombies, I would so, assume she's not there time of the season. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... Uh, Ooh, what Janet? 
oh my god um uh control uh-huh. certainly okay. and um Rhythm when, Nation? No. When uh, I Think of You? No. <laughs> That's uh, all for You? No. Together Again? Nope. Miss You Much? Nope. Uh, nasty? No. Uh, um, she's got a lot of singles. Yeah, yeah she, she really, really has does. a lot of singles, and I'm just drawing a blank did on you, the Did you one. try to go like later in the career? Because Control is obviously Control her, is her like first the, like, the, big the breakout. Well, the, the other one was, yeah, later. 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 Yeah. I, hmm. I don't know. I'm just drawing a complete uh, blank on it right we now. We Go Deep? I know. I'm like, We Go Deep. If? Yeah. Escapade? Uh, oh, escapade we, would we be a just, great one. We could sit here all day. I all right. I mean, I could just name. I'll just go through the whole Janet the album. <laughs> like. uh, I would assume Creep for Radiohead. Creep, yeah, and uh, and then Paranoid Android. Paranoid Android. Correct. Okay, good. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, Def Leppard. I would assume Pour Some Sugar on Me and yeah. Photograph. Photograph. Yep. Oh yeah, got it. Yeah, uh, and is that Stevie Nicks? I, I would assume Edge of Seventeen and uh, Stand, Stand back. back. Yeah, use those two. Yeah, didn't. Didn't you, put the duets on there. Didn't put the duets on there. <laughs> and then so, after you know, that, you're, you're just being honored yeah. as a solo artist. Yeah, and after those right. two, then you've, you've run it out. You've <laughs> yeah. done it. Yeah, it's pretty easy. <laughs> kind of good that you didn't have more slots for that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, that would have been uh, difficult. And that's everybody, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, let's yeah. talk about your. Uh, you become a part of the nominating committee this is in true. 1990. Is that uh, a phone call, a letter? Do you even remember? I don't even remember. Yeah, I wouldn't assume so. Uh, but you uh, now you, you're going into, I would assume... I've you been don't told... like receive a, a sealed wax envelope in the mail or you anything like that? You mean someone like doesn't come by and sing you a little <laughs> yeah. telegram? Yeah. It was probably a phone call from Susan Evans, who was the executive director of the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. back in those days. Right. So when you joined, uh, what? And she like, she called you and then she played Welcome to the Machine by Pink Floyd, like on the thing. And you're like, oh, it's happening. I'm on the nominating committee. And I've then been, you showed I've up. Been tapped. Yes, you've been tapped. Then you showed up at an address in New York City, the Rolling Stone building. You go, I don't know. Then there's a big mm-hmm. sandwich in the middle. These well, are the things no, I know that's, about. That's when you start to lose the I know about what happens at the meeting is there's a big sandwich in the middle. Which is not true. I don't and think. And everybody eats the sandwich all at once. <laughs> yeah, this is where Christmas That's starts what happens. To... You get the sandwich order is a very big part of the day, and it's one big long sandwich, and everybody has to take a bite From at once. From one end. <laughs> so if, that, if only that to was seal, the case. Yeah, to seal the nominees. <laughs> well, I'm curious. Uh, you know, you were you were on the nominating committee for 25 years. Do you feel like you had any personal wins? Like you brought up a name and you advocated pretty I, well. I, I know that I did because, Ooh. for instance, I mean, in two specific cases. Mm-hmm. I mean, I spent, um, well, it had to be 11 or 12 years nominating Brenda Lee. Sure. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh, uh, honey. And, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, she got in. Right. And I think, you know, I made everybody crazy, but I just did it year after year after year, and mm-hmm. finally it worked. Yeah, and you got her on the ballot uh, quite a bit, and then it, it, yep. it still took some time. Yeah, until oh, exactly. 2002. When was she? 2002? Yeah. we. I have some of oh, that we ceremony. we part of that ceremony. I was, oh, my I've God. been making her watch old ceremonies, which can be kind of hard to find. Uh, and when I was, geez... This would have been, I was 13 maybe. I recorded that one off of VH1 on a cassette tape and I found it. I still have some of it. I taped over the last half with the Simpsons <laughs> episode, uh, but I made Kristen like, watch it. So Elvis we, Costello and... No, it was uh, uh, no, Ramones, Ramones, Tom Petty, uh, Talking Heads, Gene Pitney, uh, Isaac Hayes. But who did we miss from... We didn't We didn't get to see the Brendan Lee in, uh, uh, induction. Too bad. She was too inducted bad. by Jewel. Oh. Uh, and we missed, we started to see a little bit of Gene Pitney and then it... It switched the Homer okay. Simpson. <laughs> and then we missed the jam, uh, which That's, we did take yes. you to the river, which is uh, wow. like a good choice. Yeah. So Brenda oh, Lee. So Brenda Lee. Good. And when I finally got Brenda Lee in, mm-hmm. I began nominating Laura Nero. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. So and we watched that. We, we watched, watched that one. That as well. one. Sarah Bareilles and that, did yeah, her yeah. tribute. She did Stony End. Yeah. yeah. And that took a great many years, too. And mm-hmm. frankly, it wasn't until maybe three years before she was finally inducted that I found a quote from Elton John mm-hmm. just, you know, bemoaning her lack of uh, inclusion in the Hall of Fame and, and touting her her genius. Yeah. yeah. And so I used the quote for, th- I think it was three years running uh-huh. in the meeting and, uh, and finally got enough people to nominate her. And once she was nominated, she... 
Did it she get right in? It took a few times, but pretty quickly, relatively quickly. Yeah, relatively quickly. As soon as she was on the ballot, um, yeah, so, she she's one who has influences uh, or people she's influenced from Todd be, Rundgren to Alice Cooper. To be know? sure, to yeah. be sure. Well, I mean, she's kind of you know at a fulcrum of American music. I mean, there's so many obvious, you know influences that go into what she was all about and then she in turn passed those along mm -hmm. you know i mean everything from r&b and doo-wop to broadway you know yeah she's someone who i did not know anything about until we started this show and i have retroactively become a fan of good so uh, glad to hear that, that brilliant was... you know just a brilliant songwriter yeah yeah well and i knew like will you marry or wedding bell blues, wedding bell blues. i knew yeah. that well, song you knew the, yeah, there yeah. Were the hits that the other, hits. People, <laughs> other people had famously yeah covered. exactly yeah exactly. and i think that's part of the purpose of the hall should be to introduce uh maybe lesser known or not as famous i mean the sister rosetta tharp audience. um from that that induction functioned in a similar way for yeah a lot of people. that definitely thankfully was, yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. a super influential yeah. person who maybe doesn't get the due that they deserve yeah i and mean all... you know she was not um she was early influence yeah yeah um, <laughs> they had to just backdoor <laughs> the, the her mysterious in. early influence yes uh, they can you know, just selection. Um, Were you ever why it took so long? Is beyond yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty baffling. Given there was no early influence this year, yeah, and no, no non-perform, yeah, no special, no special categories, yeah, none whatsoever. I tend to think singles. that that's all determined by the uh, involvement by little of, Steven. No, the, the <laughs> involvement of HBO. I mean, it, it, it's oh. all about making a streamlined television presentation. Right. Wow, and, and it is still so long. <laughs> I figure you well, got they edited it. They edit it <laughs> yeah. down to whatever for, yeah. for three and a half hours. Three hours. Three yeah, hours. Yeah. Um, edit it down to three hours. It's so long. <laughs> yeah, usually you expect three hours. I or say something. this no, is someone who have... spent the last several years, uh, several weeks watching all of the previous ceremonies, and it's it they're long. I have to I have to say though that you know in the early days the the event was chaotic and took six hours. And it was a blast. Yeah, well, and Paul Schaefer's just getting corralling everybody Sweating, running on around, the stage. Yeah, trying yeah. to make sure yeah, everybody. No, it was I great. Mean, you know, that sounds be good Before to the me. advent of TV, at mm -hmm. least in relation to the Hall of Fame, yeah. are there it was any? Lot, is there any lot. footage of those early oh, ceremonies? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, you can you can find a lot of. Uh, I mean, it's not streamlined uh, the way the HBO production is. It's not as slick, obviously. But yeah, there are some of the jams. You know, where there's like feels like fifty people on stage yeah. and. Paul Schaefer's got a keytar strapped around his neck and he's running around <laughs> trying to literally conduct with his, exactly. with his hands. Exactly. Uh, and he's doing it to Chuck Berry and Mick Jagger. And, and, and you know, the inductions themselves were a lot less uh, inhibited. Yeah. You know, famously, there's the Mike Love. Mm -hmm. Yes. One of our favorites. Yeah. Okay. So everybody knows about that one. But, yeah. Uh, that's so great. Uh, I watched that one <laughs> Yeah, there were some great rock and roll moments, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, do you, uh, and so, that's all missed, I, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, you, you still get a few flashes here and there, but it's a yeah, it's a more professional operation for better or for worse. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, I you know, I mean, I, I count Brenda Lee and Lauren Yarrow as my great triumphs because uh -huh. they came from out of nowhere as far as mm -hmm. the nominating committee was concerned. But other artists, I mean, Alice Cooper, I nominated many mm -hmm. many times. And then as soon as he got on the ballot, he got in. Yes, you're yeah. a big Alice Cooper fan. I love yes. Alice Cooper. Joe, yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. not making that up. Good. Incredible band. And I, I know Bob uh, also has yeah. Yeah. expressed He's that, big. especially with Kiss being brought up before Alice Cooper doesn't make any sense. That's that, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. A number of us felt that way. And that's mm -hmm. why we're no longer on the nominating committee. <laughs> it's for reasons such as that. Opposition know. in general? Well, just, you know, yeah, stating the obvious <laughs> when it ran against, you mm -hmm. know. The powers that be? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, were there any, do you feel like there were any other artists that you were ad advocating for that maybe didn't get in that you were pushing? Oh, well, I, you know, uh, for the last several years before I departed, I nominated Graham Parsons. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, made the ballot a few times uh, yeah. and has not been on the ballot in yeah. probably years. Not, Well, certainly not, or, certainly not since. Yeah. Hey, maybe so, no one's pushing him anymore. Yeah, do you think he'll ever get odd, in? Which is odd because I would think there would be a lot of people, especially from the Rolling Stone crowd, that would, you know. You would think. 
you yeah. would think, but I mean, no. he wound up on the ballot, so there must have been some other people who agreed with you. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you, you when you're in the nominating committee meeting, I, I'm sure it's still the same. You get to name three choices. Mm-hmm. I hear that it's down to two. These what? Days. Oh, maybe so. I, that I hadn't heard. But yeah, could be. Um, well, and you know. so you know, if Grant, Graham Parsons is your fourth or fifth choice, then he he doesn't get mentioned. Yeah. But he was my first choice okay. uh, for several years running. And the other one around the same period of time would have been uh, Doug Somm. Oh, with Sir Douglas Quintet. I do not who, know who that is. And well, I'll also be honest, I am only vaguely aware of Graham Parsons. Well, Graham Parsons really more than anybody else can be uh, uh, <laughs> blamed or credited with creating country rock. I mean, country music as it exists today wouldn't sound the same had it not been for Graham Parsons. And, uh, you know, the more country-influenced rock music that has, you know, come forth since the late 60s, including the country stuff that the Stones have done, Mm -hmm. uh, could not conceivably have existed without Graham Parsons. He joined the Birds when they made Sweetheart of the Rodeo Rodeo album. Mm -hmm. And I think should have been included with the Birds when they were inducted. Certainly should have, yes. Then you wouldn't have had to use one of your picks every year to try to get him in. This is why you got to put everybody in. This is why. (laughs) You just put them all in. Then we don't have to worry about getting them in again later. It's very annoying. The the pain would be lessened, but I would assume you would probably still advocate for Graham Parsons on his own. Not as much. Would you? Well, not as much. I mean, you know, as long as there are other obvious um, people and and obviously what's obvious to one is not so obvious Mm -hmm. to another. But I'd sooner... Would you have been satisfied if he had been put in with the birds? Or would you have continued to nominate him? I I can't predict that. But I I would simply say that (laughs) that as long as I felt... as, As long as he was in... And there were others who I felt were equally as deserving. Yeah, you're not going to use one of your picks on yeah, somebody yeah, who's I mean, already I, in. Know, one induction is probably enough. Yeah. It's why no one is trying to get Tina Turner in alone. Mm-hmm. I yeah, suppose. But, but, we just saw but, Stevie. But if you induct Stevie Nicks, then... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then the question, yeah, can Absolutely. be raised. Uh, Absolutely. Well, Sir Douglas Quintet is an interesting one. Well, for me, Doug Som is sort of was sort of the living embodiment of the spirit of rock and roll. I mean, maybe that's because he was a friend of mine. Okay. And I knew him personally. He made great music. They only had really one or two Yeah, She's about a mover in Mendocino. Yeah. I do not know who this is. But when you say the living embodiment of rock and roll, I'm like, he's just like a middle finger with his hair on fire and a guitar. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Is that how you would describe good. him? That's okay, not, that's a living middle bad. finger with mm-hmm. his hair on fire. Yeah. Doug was a bit of a wild man, but a, but a, just just a great spirit and a great musician. He's from Texas, really at the center of the whole Texas music scene in the, when, in the like, 60s. When were, this is the 60s? That 60s. Mm-hmm. The hits were in the 60s. Okay. He yeah. died, I think, in 1999. Somewhere around then, and the the name Sir Douglas Quintet comes from them trying to capitalize on the British invasion to sound British, <laughs> but yeah, they're from Texas. They're almost like a Tex-Mex sound, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Doug uh, and a bunch of uh, you know four others. <laughs> well, terrific guys, Latin guys, you know, mm-hmm. and they they were a great rock and roll band. Yeah, I, I I think they're one of the, if I may, one of the more bizarre names to make it to the ballot, just because they're they're really not very well known. And oh, they have been nominated before once. Yeah, maybe once. Yeah, I can definitively yeah. say once because well, <laughs> I'm a robot who has a problem. Well, take my word for it. Uh, having nominated him um, mm-hmm. several times, uh, you know, there wasn't a great amount of recognition in the room. Why just of, him, and why not the whole band? No, it was the whole band. But you would nominate just I him. I would nominate just him. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. what about the, well, uh, the you put know, them all in? There's not room in this ephemeral idea? You know, that's a that's a judgment call, which the Hall of Fame has never gotten straight, you know. I mean, I remember when Elvis uh, Costello was nominated. Who you signed, Who correct? I did sign. And so the nominating, the room, the nominating committee turned to me and said, Solo or with the attractions? 
And I said, with the attractions. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought about it up front. You know, prior to that, Springsteen had been uh, inducted without the E Street Band. I don't want one of these E Street only induction things taking up an hour of a ceremony in the future. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That seemed wrong to me. I understood Mm -hmm. the reasoning behind it. You know, uh, the E Street Band wasn't credited on the first album, and therefore they weren't eligible to go Technically, for that first year. Yeah, but that's. I That's mean. nutty, okay? Mm-hmm. So so I was uh, intent on making sure that it was Elvis and the attractions that yeah. went in. Yeah, and they are credited. Or, well, actually, no, they're not, they're right? Because Miami is true. Right. Clover well, as, is the But band, as I right? said earlier, inconsistency is yeah. uh, one of you, the hallmarks can... of the Consistently hallmarks. inconsistent. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, most of the you know important, impactful albums uh, are with the attractions. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think the hall has And they been... were a great band. Mm-hmm. You know, they just deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they were a great band, well, as I'm... is the E Street Band. And But you don't think the quintet is great? You don't like these uh, Latin guys from Texas? You, uh, you're not... like keep I said, it it's a, white. It's a yeah, you just want a single white it, man. <laughs> it's a judgment call. I mean, I'm basing mm-hmm. it more on the, on the fact that Doug went on to make innumerable solo records and records with other people. And... Uh, you know, my feeling about him transcends those handful of singles that he had with the Sir Douglas Quintet. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting one. I think because at a certain point, though, it is a Hall of Fame. And if uh, I've always thought if a you know regular person, regular music fan can't name a lot of songs by someone, then uh, while they may be good, maybe they're not a candidate well, for this particular institution. I mean, I think the, you know, the Hall of Fame has made many mistakes. Oh yeah, uh-huh. with inclusion and they exclusion. Just did, well, what, they well, just did that last that thing uh, where they didn't stack the the what's her oh, name? Oh, we were talking about the 2002 induction where they inducted, inducted Jim, Jim Stewart, Stewart or not? Uh, yeah, yeah. Axton. Yeah, like why? Every single speech was like, and the whole th- she mortgaged her house to start that. Ra- I mean, you like know, it, it uh, is they uh, inducted Doc Pomus early, early on mm-hmm. without. Um, more Schumann, and they wrote all the all the songs that Doc was inducted for were co-written like, with Mort, Mort Schumann. You, so they caught up later on, mm-hmm. the same year, I think, or around the same time at least, that they inducted the Comets and the Crickets and the Midnighters and the Famous the, the, Flames. All these back things. The, yeah, that's because, a thing. Because in, this... in the beginning, people weren't thinking it through. But this is 2002 that this happened. I mean, this isn't like the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 and... but but... But Bill Haley and Smokey Robinson and Gene, on and on and on. Gene Vincent and you know were inducted very early on, second year and third year yes. and so on. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah, it, Buddy it, Holly was inducted the first year. Yeah, and the Crickets not until whenever. And James Brown and James Brown the first year. As yeah, well. it's and I think the Hall has done a better job of being more inclusive of these yeah. bands. And you yeah, know, they've but, tried to but in the beginning, it. nobody kind of was thinking about this. Oh yeah. You know? Right. You don't know. They could be faulted for their enthusiasm, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, and I, anyone else that comes to mind of... of uh, well, I was going to say that... Maybe you know, ones that went through. Well, I was going to say that the first mistake that the Hall of Fame made, in my opinion, was not establishing criteria. Mm-hmm. Just a simple statement of what is to be considered... Um, a guiding when, principle, a north star, if you yeah, will. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and to my mind, that could have been everything from, uh, you know, instrumental virtuosity to songwriting ability to stage performance to commercial success. success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily have to to assign a percentage to each of those uh, qualities, mm-hmm. but each artist could be evaluated in one's mind with that as a framework. So so that you know what the rubric, like what's on the test here, you right. know? So, like, so, you know, so let's take KISS, for instance. They'd get high grades for commercial success and stage presentation mm-hmm. and maybe lesser grades for you the know, actual quality, and, yeah. quality of the recordings. <laughs> mm-hmm. But fair enough. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. a... Flying it, colors in certain categories, yeah. you know, it, it yeah. matters. Yeah, Will out exactly. occasionally. But that was never... Never discussed, much less spelled out. Right. So when you guys are in, you know, when you're gathered around the hoagie, like, uh, <laughs> is everybody um, 
do are people like when people are arguing or like you know advocating or, or trying to you know advocate against some uh, a certain person or uh inclusion are they saying like well i i guess i'm just i feel like in the room there has to have been just kind of colloquially things that have happened like the default things that people talk about commercial success influence um you know yeah like for well, example like if you bring up someone like uh that didn't make it to the ballot what's being said or what is said usually that keeps them from the ballot and and that seems to stick with people would you say um uh, you know the the meeting tends to be mostly positive mm-hmm. first That's of all good to know yeah all you right. know i mean okay. i'd say right. 99% positive so yeah. so oh wow what, that's very good well just in terms of you know advocating for the artist mm-hmm. very little is mm-hmm. said it's like mostly pro just yeah, very like little. this is why my guy is wonderful and less like ew yeah boo yeah exactly i roll uh i think it's fair to say that commercial success is never discussed in the room I bet it's it's more so now since you've left. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> seeing, As Bon Jovi and Def yeah. Leppard have made their way. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It but in like my day, yeah. that was you know, sort a of frowned upon, I yeah. think. Yeah. We were never brought up. Don't sell out to the I man. Think, I think I do too. I mean, yeah. like we, I have developed my own set of criteria as we, you know, <laughs> a, a regular episode, we, we will go through an artist that is not inducted and go, go through the criteria to see how they do. And commercial success is one that it, it is important, I think, because, you know, it's connecting with people. Yeah. Joe's sure. categories are commercial success, critical, critical acclaim, acclaim classic albums, Recognizable, recognizable songs, songs longevity, and longevity, and then uh, influence uh, is a big one. And then if my mom knows who they are, those, those are all good. Yeah. yeah, those are all good. Do I you want to bring those to the committee? Could you? The doors are locked. I am no longer welcome. Slip it under the door. It's locked. <laughs> but if you, you know, put it I mean, in I a sealed this, envelope. I did raise this issue on several occasions. But like, hey, let's put some criteria down yeah, so we know yeah. what we're. Mm-hmm judging these things against because it's so subjective every single time well and it's always going to be and oh you know yeah what? that's okay I well mean, art it, is subjective what, what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> i believe art can be I evaluated like a with a number <laughs> <laughs> please tell me how to evaluate it's always going to be like that and it, truthfully you know the arguments that arise from these selections are only good for the hall of fame I mean, mm-hmm. it's good to keep people engaged oh, and yeah. arguing and feeling strongly about it. And, um, yeah. I see nothing nothing wrong with that. And with the passage of time, everybody gets in, including Bon Jovi and Depp. Yeah, Lennon. which yeah. I think is something – it gives people hope, which yeah. is that, you know, it's not a closed list. It's not top 100 yeah. and, and the, done, you know. Now, on the other hand, I was always in favor of making it more – selective, limiting mm-hmm. the number of inductees each year. In fact, I th- the second big mistake to my way of thinking was that in the first two years of the Hall of Fame, 25 acts were inducted. Had there been only five each year. And we'd still be clearing out the 60s and yeah. nobody would be getting in. I just, yeah. just as far we'd as be like, inducting Del Shannon right? this year. <laughs> and I honestly don't know if that would be, it wouldn't be engaging people right now. Well, I, I, I don't think we'd be inducting Del Shannon. Right. <laughs> what we would have to do is we would have to, as opposed to uh, being open to these second tier, it would just all be first tier. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah, we would think, but then, you know, problems would arise and then... Well, there's always a debate as to who's first who's tier. Who's in the tier. But it's, pretty, mm-hmm. but it's pretty easy, for instance, to... And why is 96 tiers not in the singles category <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when I drafted it? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's uh, always going to be those arguments. But, you know, it would be pretty easy, for instance, to take the 10 acts that were inducted in the first year and identify who the top tier and the second tier of even those top 10 were i suppose yeah. yeah that would be that'd be the hardest one because that's the those are pretty pivotal figures but all of them but nonetheless seems to me at least that and Elvis then we're Presley waiting what Barry. four or five years before we induct any women in if if that's the case <laughs> i just oh i don't know i think aretha would have gotten in pretty early on yeah which no aretha tribute this year what the, Shocking. What I mean, the fuck was shocking. that i am so mad about I, it I, 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 I mean my, my wife and i discussed that actually going 
I, on I our was way, convinced. Thinking, I wonder who's going to do the, you know, that it was going to, to open with Janelle Monae's there. She's performed Aretha songs recently in tribute. And it seems like, oh, this is perfect. This will I be mean, great for maybe them. Maybe they thought that because the, there was already that Aretha tribute on, you know, that Grammy thing that was on you know, they recently. Did, they did a David Bowie tribute and there was also a Grammys tribute. They I mean, did a Chris Prince. Cornell tribute. Yeah. Last year. He that's is no, I'm just not saying, you know, in the was, rock and roll. There was a Grammy special on a few weeks ago that was a that tribute. Was a, oh, that was entirely. Entirely right. a tribute. So maybe they felt that that yeah. wasn't going to work. Okay, well, but listen I, up. Uh, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a, really about to I make any excuses. I was very mad no. about that's, uh, yeah, It's crazy. And, you know, the Bowie tribute was fantastic. It yeah. was. It was, it was great. great. Yes. It was It was great. the high point of that evening, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah. It was very yeah. good. And I was so mad, especially because Janet wasn't performing. And, like, I just thought we would get some more women performing if yeah, there was an Aretha. Two of, two of the acts not performing. There's certainly yeah. room for you a tribute think. to uh-huh. Aretha Franklin. And, like, then you give her, what, a 15-second video montage and call it a day? And just because it's her song that's playing over the In Memoriam? No. (laughs) She deserves better. I'm very upset about it. Absolutely. Rightfully so. That made me very angry. I I couldn't agree more. Uh, Did you you have a good time at the ceremony? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) How many have you been to? And, and like, kind of from the beginning? Well, I've I've only – I've been to all the ones in New York. I've never been to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was in one or two that were in L.A. Yeah, there's only been a a few in L.A. Yeah. Oh, when when were they in L.A.? 2013. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) He's not looking at anything. It's a a wild ride. In 93, I think. The the one with with CCR and and Cream, I believe, was – Cream, definitely. I don't know about – yeah, because well, they were the Jonas. same. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. I'll take, I'll take, <laughs> take my word for it. Yeah, it's a, it's a blur. To me. Uh, so yeah, you always go to the. I mean, it used to be a closed event uh, at the at the Waldorf. At the Waldorf. Yeah. And uh, you would you would be there. I mean, obviously, you're the man who made the CD. <laughs> and you were and you were someone on the committee. And the man who yeah. made the cassette. Yeah. The, uh, Have you been all going forms. since the first year? Then. Yeah. Yeah, I was at the first one. Oh which my was gosh. A, which was a thrill. That one. What uh, being an old guy as I am to uh, see all those people in the room together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, idols remarkable. of my childhood. It was yeah, pretty, pretty thrilling. Uh, any, any moments that stick out to you as either at the ceremony or I don't know if you find yourself at parties afterwards. I, I think it was Bob that said Phil Spector used to throw a party. He did, which I imagine could get wild. Mm, uh, one might imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. Um, uh, Let's just say that the atmosphere was largely determined by whatever Phil's mood at the time was. Mm-hmm. And if he was in a celebratory mood, it was it was a great lot of fun. fun. Yeah. And if he wasn't, it was less fun. Ah. But, but it was generally a pretty good party. Yeah, you let your imagination and it was nice. Wild. It was nice to have some place to go to sort of wind down after the event because those early ones were really exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Not know, like these had, polished HBO packages. Well, exactly. It was just different, you know. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you went directly home after one of those early ones, you wouldn't have been able to go to sleep for a couple of hours anyway. So it was mm-hmm. better to go to a party and have a few drinks. And Are there any induction enjoy. moments that uh, have stayed with you, that have stuck with you as, as particularly memorable or meaningful? Well, you know, the uh, I mean, famously, the, the uh, Prince... Oh, yeah, yeah Harrison, the you know, mom, my guitar only weaves. You know, that was How truly... close were you to that? Did you, did you like... Yeah, I assume you like, have pretty like, good seats, usually. Like well, back, you know, <laughs> back in those days, um, my wife and I uh, sat on the floor, you know. At just a like cross-legged? Okay. <laughs> at a table, uh, you know, and had the dinner and all that uh-huh. and so mm-hmm. on. But in more recent times, we've sat with the... Hoi polloi up in the stands. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, frankly, the the sight line that we had this year from the stands was better than any sight line we've had in all 34 years. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, it was great. Much, much better. Because if you're on the floor, you know, I mean, whether you're near the stage or far back, you're still, you know, your, 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 your view is yeah. blocked by other people. It's not a... Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a Prince, stadium. You don't get to look down. When yeah. Prince the whole thing. threw his guitar, 
can you tell us just where it landed? <laughs> like, where I did can, it go? I, I cannot. Did the whole crowd just go? <gasps> yeah, yeah. And then it evaporated. Apparently, okay. Yeah. From from the camera <laughs> ang- from the camera angles uh, from the ceremony that we've seen, it really seems like he throws it up and it just stays up there. Yeah, and that's, that's what happened. It it's in the rafters <laughs> forever. <laughs> Whether that's what happened or not, I prefer to think that's what happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Me too. <laughs> yeah, he threw it up, and then he was just like, "That's actually." He went up there to catch it when he died. Oh God! Wow, how about that? That's that's like a poetic and terrifying way to think about it. <laughs> uh, Greg, when you were on the nominating committee, do you have any memories of names coming up that you thought to yourself? What the fuck? <laughs> like, how are you? I remember Bob. Bob mentioned to us that Judy Collins came up once, and he was like, "What are you talking about?" See, no, I uh, my uh, maybe a little less cynical than Bob. Oh wow! <laughs> Who no, you I went just, to college with, yeah. right? So you've known for a very long time, over fifty years. Um, my view has always been that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should be pretty inclusive, and in terms of genres of music. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Bob and I both have a friend, actually, who lives in France. He's he's French. Oh, okay. And he's a great aficionado of black American music. Mm -hmm. And early on, he said to me, you know, how can this be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and have Aretha Franklin and Otis Redding? They're not rock and roll. They're soul. You right. know, uh, you know, and he was like, "How can this be?" So and you know, other people. It's, <laughs> this know, is so. Yeah, do, do why is this so? I will translate. Exactly. <laughs> you know, other times people will say, well, "Leonard Cohen, he's not rock and roll." Miles Davis, you know, is, on and on and on. You is know. Willie Nelson in no. the rock and roll? No, thing, it but... seems if there's any line drawn, it's that country is not rock and roll. No, Dolly. Yeah, no Dolly, no Waylon, yeah, no I mean, Merle. But yes, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny yeah. Cash is about And yes, it. who else is more In terms of country, country I mean, like, well, I mean, I mean, there's some early influence yeah, early like in, Hank Williams and Chet Atkins and, and Bill uh, Monroe, Bob Wills and, Bob and Wills, Texas Playboys. So, yeah, yeah. But, but, but as far as like... Regular inductee country folks. Yeah, as, as a matter of fact, for all those years that I was um, nominating Brenda Lee, the uh, comment was made frequently. Well, isn't, wasn't she a country artist? And in fact, I mean, she recorded in Nashville, but mm-hmm. she wasn't a country artist. Well, she and was, just, you know, the name Brenda Lee sounds pretty country. Maybe some of that. Oh, here like, comes, come here on, comes oh, Brenda oh, Lee. Brenda <laughs> Oh, look at you, Brenda Lee. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it does uh, <laughs> evoke. So, you know, my, my view has always been, that, you know, that um, if it's music that would not exist were it not for rock and roll, Mm-hmm. then it's eligible. In other words, was there a Leonard Cohen before rock and roll? No. Mm-hmm. Nobody comparable. Nothing like him. So so for me, that sort of makes it possible to induct Bob Marley and Jimmy Cliff and even Miles Davis. Yeah, because although late period. Yeah, uh, although he existed uh, and he was making music before True. rock and roll, his later work certainly was influenced and was influential to yeah. the medium. Absolutely. Joe has a theory that the roll part of rock and roll <laughs> is soul. Well, no, it's it's more or that like, I think people think of rock yeah. and they think of guitars, they think of a band like Def Leppard. And I think the term rock and roll uh, is more inclusive, and that that role part is, I think rock is different from rock and roll, and I, I think the role part is kind of the R and B, the mm-hmm. soul, the you know things that were inspired by gospel, you know, and you think of Little Richard is for sure a rock and roll artist. Yeah. There's no argument there. Uh, yeah, I mean the way it, I, I would tend to agree with that. I mean the way it tends to work out is that the the rock acts that are more heavily influenced by black music are rock and roll acts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In large part. Uh, and I mean, I, we talked about this before, but I just, I think too that we're just experiencing now the future of rock and roll music is rap. Like what is rock and roll? Like when we think of what a rock and roll attitude is, when we think mm-hmm. of like 
kind of what's happening culturally, like cultural significance. It's like hip hop and rap are what the kids care about. And that's what's subversive. It's what their parents are afraid of. It's It's like all of the things that rock and roll used to be is now that. And that is why I think that's really important to like, Acknowledging include, that's why yeah. these like absolutely rap artists are getting yeah, you know I mean it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame but it's really the you know post war pop music Hall yeah. of Fame <laughs> yeah. that just doesn't roll off the tongue mm-hmm. the ring to it post war pop yeah. music hmm. mm. PWPM HOF <laughs> I don't I don't love that pop, <laughs> pop in the more general sense yeah in the more of, general you know, sense all the music that's been popular. You know, since uh, since World War Two. Really. But then, like, why is country such a pariah? Is it because they have their own? Well, I think it's because country would exist even if rock and roll did not happen. I mean, what do you think, Greg? That's an interesting theory. I uh, hadn't really thought about it in that in that way. But, but like, it had existed before. You know, in... country today certainly exhibits lots lot of, of rock, rock. influences. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh boy. Be- you know, beyond beyond Johnny Cash, you know, there are certain other of those early artists who were also country artists. I mean, Jerry Lee Lewis and Carl Perkins, mm-hmm. for instance, you know, yeah. those big hit records that they had were also country hits. I mean, they were country boys that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and there's certain other people from that era that maybe should be considered. Uh, Seymour Stein, for instance, he loves uh, Conway Twitty. Yes. Is that what we're gonna say? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we, we've talked. He was to on him our show. Okay. He yeah. brought up Conway, and he seemed to imply that he brought Conway up this many, year. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't be surprised. In addition many, to many years, out, yeah. of, many well, out of his two many picks, times. Conway Twitty was one of them. I think so. If it's yeah, who, would, who knows if it's two or three? But he had told us maybe Seymour gets three. <laughs> I would, you know, yeah, everybody I'd be okay else with gets two. He gets three. You know, he's yeah. He seemed to the founder of the feast. So. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll see more. No matter how many picks he got, he would be sure to mention at least five or six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, yeah, he seemed to imply that he would bring up this year Ivory Joe Hunter, The Clovers, and Conway Twitty. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know. Certainly an era. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's touted Brooke Benton over the years. I mean, all mm-hmm. those acts, you know, have a lot to recommend them. I believe that. I don't know who Brooke Benton is. Well, he, um, in addition to being a very successful uh, singer uh, in the, basically in the early 60s, also, you know, a lot of great solo records. It's just a matter of time being foremost amongst them. Did great duets with Dinah Washington, who is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Thank um, God. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> early influence category. Early influence, yeah. yeah. And, um, and was a terrific songwriter as well. Uh, but like with you, when you say, you know, that they made a mistake letting in these second and third tier people right away, you know, we should just be just top tier of all decades go, you know. Then we've got someone like Brooke Benton. Would you put him in? What tier would you put him in? Oh, no, he'd be clearly in the second or third tier. Sure. Mm-hmm. But and you're saying because we're including seemingly all tiers. Yes. Why not? Exactly. Uh, exactly. And I'm curious, uh, and I'm, this is maybe a minutiae question, but... Uh, <laughs> I bet it is. When, you, when you're advocating for someone, when you're kind of... Uh, I, I don't know if you would even call it a speech, but when you're saying your words, uh, <laughs> you know, in support... When you're speaking? Yeah. When you're saying, uh, use your words. So do, is it a thing where, I mean, are you literally around a table and would you stand up? Would you have visual aids? Uh, or would people, if not you... Do things like that. I'm curious. Would what... you have Elton John call in to actually if, directly say his quote about Laura if, Nero? If, if only. Like... Yeah, yeah, I, I'm just curious about what your plan of attack was, how much thought you put into it, and also what you saw from other people and how they were able to rouse support. Um, nobody stood. Okay. We all sat around okay. the table. Um, this is uh, chill. And also, also just think... quickly. Who goes first? Is it like just uh, random or? Random. John Landau, who's the chairman of the nominating Mm -hmm. committee, sits at the head of the table and it would tend to go from either from his right or his left. Seated at the right hand of Landau. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Didn't make too much difference except Mm -hmm. when somebody usurped your choice, which meant that you. You have some backup for the holster? Yeah, Yeah, perfect. Absolutely. Um, I don't recall anybody using visual aids. Mm-hmm. 
No PowerPoint. No. no uh, but giant poster boards. Certainly, <laughs> I would graphs you know try to prepare. I mean, you, you have to keep this very concise and to uh, get to the point and yeah, yeah. Make, make sure it's effective. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, even if you go over, you know, a minute and a half, you start losing the room. So, oh. so you really need to. Would anybody ever like play a song or anything like that? Of course not. Would they start humming it or something? I'm just. I'm. Well, I, I feel like to me only Seymour. Seymour occasionally would. I was uh, going to say we sing. spent time with Seymour and yes. he sang a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like <laughs> he is known for that. Yeah, yeah, like to me, that's your best selling point. Is you, you get somebody to think of the well, song. Well, the assumption you see is that everybody in the room knows what we're talking about. Oh, for this, sure. But this then, is not the case, however. Uh-huh. Right. You know, oh, especially when you're. You know, going down the tiers, shall we say? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, you... I guarantee you that there are people in the room who didn't know who Doug Sam was. Yeah, for instance, right. there are currently people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly right. All right. Interesting. Thank you for in- indulging me in my uh, very peculiar. <laughs> not not uh, at all. Not questions. at all. I mean, I, yeah. I, you know, the more concise and uh, prepared. To the point. Yeah. You know, to the point you were. Would you prep the then? Would you like make no, or would you just mentally prep? Just like, all right, I'm going to go in there. I'm make sure to say like, this. Brenda Lee. Yeah, well, I would sometimes I would actually jot some, some notes. notes, you know, just to make sure I said what I intended to say. And did you enjoy being a part of the nominating committee? I loved it, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, you know, it happened once a year. Right. Something to look forward to. It was a lot of fun. Got to see some people that you didn't see otherwise. Always nice to see Lenny Kay, for instance. Right. Yeah. Um, Well, that's great. Uh, And I'm sorry you're not on it anymore. (laughs) Uh, Is there anybody in the room who just like, is it everyone defers to? Like kind of like they keep it going. It's John. John Landau. I mean, he's the chairman. So he's kind of in charge of that meeting, right? Exactly. Uh, At some point was Jan Wenner in that role or? No, never. Contrary to uh, popular popular opinion. I mean, Jan, there were years uh, when he would sit in on the meeting, but he never spoke a word. Yeah. Um, Silent plotting. In my recent years, the, you know, more recently, he didn't even come to the meeting. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was a far walk. It's in his. It's office, down the hall. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like down the hall from him. He, he couldn't. He couldn't possibly. I mean, plus he's 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 off carbs right now, so he's not interested in the hoagie. Good, good lord. <laughs> I'm starting rumors about Jan Wenner and his diet. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, and I think that that just about does it, Greg. If there's anything uh, stray thoughts that you have uh, about, oh yeah, what did you think of this year's ceremony? Like, what what were your uh, what was like the highlight for you? Well, the highlight was the performance of the Cure. Yeah, that's how we. That's felt. our answer too. They yeah. were so great. Yeah, they were really really good. Just like heaven in particular, to me, I was like that just set the room on fire. Yeah. People yeah. were finally. They were terrific. I mean, another highlight for me was seeing the zombies. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because, and seeing them in, incorporate Chris White and Hugh Grundy Who into hadn't the played band. with them in, you know. You know, because when I started working at CBS in 1972, I was at Epic Records, and Paul Atkinson, who was the guitar player in uh, the zombies, was a member of the CBS International ANR staff. Uh-huh. Hugh Grundy, the drummer, was a member wore of the, the little hat. Well, yes, yeah. oh, man with the little hat. I do know who right. Hugh. He he was Hugh on the A uh, and R staff of CBS Records in the UK. Rod Argent led his band Argent, who mm-hmm. were on Epic. Colin Blunstone was um, a solo artist on Epic, and Chris White produced their records, Argent and Colin Blunstone. So they were kind of. The, the, the convergence. Yeah, yeah. We were, I like to say we were surrounded by zombies back in those <laughs> days. You know? And so, so, unfortunately, you know, Paul passed away a few years ago. But to see the other four guys on stage together was, uh, you know, just personally. Yeah, real treat. Yeah, it was cool. Kinda. And they did. I really enjoyed um, their performance. It, yeah. it, it yeah. had a bit of a rocky beginning. But then, like, by the end, yeah. I was very. They were, they, they were yeah. in the pocket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that, that was neat. Uh, I was disappointed, as I said before, in Roxy Music, you know, sort of. Interesting. I mean, I thought they, I thought they sounded fine. Mm-hmm. I just felt their set might have been better constructed. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure that to me that seems to me like a very clear uh, what they wanted to do and what HBO wanted 
you know, like they want to do out of the blue and editions yeah. of you and HBO's like, please play Love is a Drug. And, and, this. <laughs> right. and it was a compromise set. In, in this case, felt. HBO may have been correct just in terms of. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, there's no producing. way that uh, in, in every, every dream, dream home, home is going to make the, gonna make the, the cut. edit. In I'd the, be surprised. For Maybe a little bit of it. That'd be wild. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, it did. We'll see. And I got to ask, uh, you still vote. Yeah. Who I did do. you vote for? Who did you vote for this year? Oh, my God. Um, if you want to see the ballot, I have it. If yeah, that helps yeah, you yeah, uh, draw your memory. That's who was on it. And I can okay. tell you. I would assume the zombies. Oh, absolutely. The zombies. Um, I voted for the zombies, Roxy Music, Todd Rundgren, The Cure, Stevie Nicks. And that's five, that's right? Five. That's that five. must have been it. Wow, or you maybe, did well or, this year. <laughs> or maybe... I voted for Chaka Khan. No, I don't think so. Well, yeah, I think I think it was. All right. Yeah, you did well this year. We were very we were surprised that um, Rundgren did not get in. This we assumed year. he his, would have been his, exactly what voters would have wanted. Will come. Yeah, it'll oh, be soon. He will get in. Yeah. I, I do yeah. believe that that is true. Uh, so you voted for Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Uh, I can't recall. Although whether I voted we had for thrown Nicks a little or... minor shade to her solo career at the beginning of the, <laughs> of of the, the show. show, you know, I may have voted for Shaka Khan. Mm -hmm. I, I have qualms about that because I really think it probably should just be Chaka Khan and not and not Rufus. Rufus. And I, I, not only that, but I think that she would do better. I think she would perform better uh, uh, in terms of people voting if they saw Shaka Khan Absolutely. as opposed to this band it's, they kind of know. It's fluctuated also, I think many years. people... They've gone back and forth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just... When I say many people, I mean me. Yeah, sometimes uh -huh. think that Rufus is a guy that she duetted with, <laughs> and it's like, is, or maybe confusing. he's the guy who says, "Let me rock you, Shaka Khan." At no, the that's beginning. Uh, Melly Mel. I, believe. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, okay, maybe that's Rufus. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and so I think she, I think she will get in eventually, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I would, I would hope so. Uh, I, I wonder if she'll get nominated again next year. It's been uh, pretty consistent the past few years, yeah, kind of yeah. consecutive. Yeah, I expect every year in a row. Yeah, I mean, I think there, it, but it's been sh sometimes Shaka, and then it has gone. Oh, back and to sometimes Rufus. them together. So, yeah. yeah. What? Um. Who's your biggest? Like, who's the next person that you most want to see inducted? Well, that would be Grant. Would be Grant Parsons. Grant Parsons. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I just think he's a, you know, a crucial. Figure when is the last time the he was on the ballot? You, do you I mean, know? it might have been something like 2006 or yeah, something. Like it's, it's been some time. Of all the people who might be on the ballot next year, <laughs> <laughs> of your realistic, <laughs> oh, maybe Todd. Todd, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm interested. I, I think we. I thought that he would have taken the Roxy Music spot this year, just kind of like. There's no predicting these things, as mm -hmm. you must have noticed. And yet we do. We do, and, and yet we, we do it. We do, we do okay. Pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you can't. But no, you can't hit it 100. percent No. So. Oh no, absolutely yeah. not. I was very glad to see Janet get in this year. That was like, and I was very sad to not see her perform. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Oh, that's that was the it? other song. That's the other yes. song. Are you, are you, are you asking are you us? Asking <laughs> that was the other song. This that's is okay. the way my, oh, that's a great way my brain that's, works. Oh, no. That's actually just like a perfect. That's a great way like, to end it. Uh, we, to the, it the big mystery has been solved. We've solved the mystery. We've also yeah. asked the eternal question, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, Greg, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a real treat. Yeah. I'm so glad uh, we got to talk to you. Uh, in in the Big Apple, oh I enjoyed goodness. it immensely. Uh, what can our listeners do for you lately? It, it, I won't give this up. I'm sorry. I, I, do, I don't believe funny. you're on. Yeah, <laughs> just take a take a breath. Uh, I don't believe you're on social media or anything. But is there anything? I know you sometimes produce reissues of albums and things like that. Is there anything coming out soon that you want to plug? I am, uh, for all intents and purposes, retired. Okay, you know because the business has pretty much stopped doing what I did for the past. Compilations or reissues? Yeah. Or? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, in the age of streaming. And Spotify. There's, and, there's yeah. not much call they for the physical. They outsourced it to the cloud. Yeah. How? Yeah, exactly. But it's okay, you know. So not, nothing, coming, right. nothing coming up uh, that you're no, working on? or no, you're just not at all. Just not living at all. and loving I, your life? I, you know, listen to a lot of music for my own personal pleasure. Well, there that, you go. There's a lot to be said for that. Well, yes. how, about, how about for, for Greg, go uh, seek out Doug Somm. 
that's a great idea yeah, yeah all of i mean i'll check it out and i'll decide if i think it should be the quintet or just the one white guy <laughs> sure. from the quintet i'm yeah, gonna listen, spoiler listen to alert i will not think yeah do you have a particular well um, you know there were some later albums for instance one called jukebox music uh you know that i would uh recommend that's your note yeah if you're going to listen to one listen yeah to that. yeah well they should certainly listen to the sir douglas quintet i did actually Uh-oh. <laughs> here we go well no i did a compilation which i believe is still available and it's called something creative like the best of doug psalm mm. and the sir douglas quintet mm-hmm. and how'd you come up with that <laughs> yeah wow i didn't that <laughs> i believe that <laughs> um, but i think it's a pretty great uh, compilation, if I don't say so. And, so and a good place a, to start, probably. A great place to start. I yeah. like a compilation. Yeah, so that compilation, and, and that's the early earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, jukebox music from his later years. Well, there you go. And actually, in fairness to Doug, it should be said that while I called that his earlier stuff, he started recording when he was like nine or ten years old. I mean, so there's earliest recording. He's been eligible for a very long <laughs> a time. Long time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, you know, no doubt. There's a famously a picture of him and and Hank Williams uh, when he was a little kid. Oh, geez, you know, yeah. Backstage, he's got some real cred. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chris, he's, he's the real deal. All right. Got to trust me we'll on this We'll see one. about that. I'll be the one who decides what is the real and what is well, the deal. <laughs> uh, Kristen, we can yes. uh, find you at Case Dead Across. Oh, my gosh. You know platforms. you can find me at Case Dead Across all platforms. You can also find my show sketch at hellochristen.com. Perfect. Uh, you can find me at Joe K. Joe K. on Twitter, joequazala.com. Uh, we've really enjoyed our time in New York. Yeah. Uh, this is this a great is the way to... true conclusion of yeah. ceremony season. No, it's not. No, we'll, we'll be, we'll be, you know, <sighs> ceremony gonna... season drags on, ladies uh, and gentlemen. It's the, it's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. We, we will, I think, up until the broadcast, and then we'll we'll move on. Um, but will we ever? Uh, thank you to Mike Lloyd for our logo, to Yusu Kim for the music. Uh, thank you to Showbriz Productions and, and our friend Alex for uh, for recording us uh, yeah. here in New York, where we're lost and truly orphans. We appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> uh, thank you to uh, Future Rock Legends for giving us all the info that I regurgitated uh, during this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're feeding Joe's addiction to this information. At Rock Hall Pod is our Twitter. RockHallPod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, five stars only. And if you're going to review. Uh, because you listened to this episode, you should say, uh, you should put Doug in there somewhere. Yeah. Put the name Doug put in your review so we know you listen to this Or one. you could say that you dug it and I'll but spell and we'll it D-O-U-G. Still know. Yeah. And people will think it's a typo, but we'll know but what we'll you know. mean. We'll know. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stutter. And who cares? About the Rock Hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.